Bar Media. Welcome to the Local Podcast, a podcast about all things local, brought to you by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. Let's get it, Dan. What's up, uh, Philip Axel? How you doing today? What's up, Justin April? How are you, man? Oh, man just lounging in the office, yeah, finishing up uh, how to do some some design work for the Chamber of Commerce today, how to do some best of the wiregrass ads for, for some clients. And well, the, the beard game is on point. Ah, yeah. dude, I let myself go during COVID, yeah, man. Yeah, the Syracuse hat, man. I mean, you just... Wiling I mean, out. Which is probably a yeah, you know, one of a one of one around here. hundred yeah. percent. Uh, I don't think we have a Syracuse Alumni Association or anything. It's dude, it would be one of my high school friends' dads. That's really? the only dude only other dude that I know of that you went know, to Sy- Syracuse. I bet you I did not go to Syracuse for by uh, the way. I bet you out at Fort Rucker, there's probably a few of those folks probably went to Syracuse. Sure. At some point. Or they've been up there because of Fort Drum. Or, like yeah, Fort Drum's like did the a which, monstrosity. Uh, that's the the Tenth Mountain Brigade up there. Yeah, yeah. Those dudes are weird, man. Like I oh, don't understand. That's like, full on, man. If you do that, yeah, you are you're a lot braver than Philip W. Axdale. Yeah, I promise you. It's tough out there. Like yeah. the uh, let me get these levels right. That that's man at his most man. Yeah, dude. Like my that's where my family's from. Mm-hmm. So like Fort Drum is actually an hour and a half south of where my family mm-hmm. lives. So like, how big of a base is it compared to Fort Rucker? Because you know Fort Rucker is not a huge military installation. Uh, I'd be willing to bet it's comparable in okay. size. Because yeah. like, I see people like everybody that I've met that's mm-hmm. been to Rucker uh-huh. came from Fort Drum. Right. And so I got to think that it's the same kind of circuit. Mm-hmm. Like you go here at this level, then you go to Fort Rucker at this level, and then you just go around almost like a buffet. You get trained in all these little things. Right. Also, I have zero idea how the military works. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I know when I was working in Enterprise, a lot of guys you talk to, they, particularly your helicopter pilots, they're going to come back to Fort Rucker. Oh, yeah. Generally two or three, if not four times in their yeah. career. If not retire if here not because retire they've spent there, so much time. Them, yeah. And then, uh, like I said, but at some point, a lot of them are going to spend time at Fort Drum and then at uh, Fort Campbellton in Kentucky. Yeah. There's the, the, the three. The ones that all seem to be the common three. Yeah. Every now and again, yeah. you'll catch one from Alaska or something. But mm-hmm. like, yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's cool, though. Like, I love, there's like a monthly influx of people not from here. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a lot of fun to see, like, to watch what they gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. I mean, it helps me in business. Like, Well, and you stop and think. That's why you see, you know, things like, like over there in Delvey, you'll see like the the German restaurant, and oh, the, yeah. the pubs and things like that. And now you know you think like folklore here in Dothan, that, yeah. and things like that appeal to them. And over in Enterprise, there's a couple of those places. Yeah, uh, we've like had White like Oak and all that. We've yeah. had like three or four Indian restaurants fail in Dothan. Mm-hmm. And like Taj, dude, Taj is like the best like coming of age story for a restaurant because of yeah. where they started and like how crazy it was. They started yeah. with a barbecue pit. Mm-hmm. And it was and, an Indian restaurant. And he's built a brand with it, man. Yeah, I dude. Mean, I go there as much as possible. Do you have like a house account there standing? Or do you need one? I'd be lying if I... need to talk to Ritesh. Be like, hey, man, it's time for... work." Yeah, we, we work together on some stuff. Like they're advertisers. It's time, time to step up, man. Uh, Start feeding old Justin April. Nah. I'm hobbled, man. Dude, we get... <laughs> I get hooked up from there. Like, I don't want to put anybody... I don't want to risk anybody's uh, <laughs> shifts by saying anything. But like... <laughs> <laughs> That's the best damn two dollar margaritas you're gonna find in town. Yeah. So is that why you had to uh, grow the beer because they knew you were coming in? So you gotta, you kind of like Eric Clapton. You gotta change your look all the time. A little bit. Yeah. 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 You gotta keep everybody on their well, toes. Justin Clapton. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for it, man. Change the world. Um, dude, I miss like, I miss that era of soundtracks and movies. Like, I don't know if that was the phenomenon. No, that would. That was, uh, would you know my name if you saw me in heaven? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I'll tell you, man, like, it's amazing to look back because you're right. You don't really see that anymore. But the ones I remember, particularly us being kids, like, I remember when everybody had to have the Dazed and Confused soundtrack. Oh, yeah. My like, wife watched that yesterday. Yeah. And you remember Forrest Gump's? Yeah. was a big one everybody dude, had to have. Yeah. Uh, dude, that's a solid soundtrack. Dude, my uncle has a unreal vinyl collection mm-hmm. he's got one of the first pressings of the uh superfly soundtrack oh, that's so sick yeah and i went uh, through uh when i was up in new york last summer 
my dad was just cleaning. Like, they were having a garage sale. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this dude has some real... Like, I just remembered from growing up. Mm -hmm. He was a musician that played from, like, 65 up until... I think he he quit playing music, like, a few years ago. Yeah. And he never got rid of anything. Mm -hmm. So, like, he's got... There's this band... Super obscure band that recorded two albums in their entire career. They were called the Nude Ants. The Nude Ants. Yeah. I don't know if that was like a pun and it was supposed to be like Nude Dance. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That's the best I can come up with. Like as a dude that focuses on marketing and how to make things yeah. stick in people's minds or whatever. Like, Well, you kind of think some of those names are genius because the guys in Bare Naked Ladies talked about that. Yeah. That was what caught people's attention. Where they, do you go? I'm going to see Bare Naked Bare Ladies. Bare Naked Ladies, man. Yeah. That's like I always thought uh, the worst thing you could do is name your band my friend's band. <laughs> Because nobody's going to want to go see you. Like, yeah. You want to go with me tonight? I'm going to see my friend's band. Nah, dude. Yeah. I don't want to see that at all. Yeah. Well, like I said, we, uh, you know, Bo Cook and I have always talked about having a Hall & Oates tribute band. Dude. Call it out of touch. Didn't y'all do that for Halloween one year? Yeah, we actually did, man. And that's still, you know, a really legendary story. Uh, when we were in school in, in uh, Tuscaloosa, um, place up there, for a long time people knew it as the Varsity, and it became a place called Jupiter. Well, they had a big Halloween contest mm-hmm. every year. So Bo and I thought, oh, man, this is going to be awesome. We're going to go all out this year. And I think we took, like, second place, I think just because of our effort. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, Bo actually grew a mustache. And he got, like, he didn't get the perm. He just got the puh. Ugh. So Bo was walking around with, like, semi-curly hair. Yeah, dude. And uh, and I actually went and got my hair kind of feathered. Like, uh, That's like so hall, man. Yeah. Man, I was wearing... Maybe like, that's what I need to do with all this hair that I got right now. Yeah, Just man. Go get, get it feathered, feathered for a few months. Yeah. You walk around like, a, like Wyatt Goodman from... A <laughs> yeah. Dude, that... I don't... I don't know, man. That's... That's a bold move in 2020 to have feathered hair. Yeah. Well, this was... Man, golly. That was 2002 or three, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Been a long time ago now, man. Dude, that one Halloween... I don't know why we're having this conversation on a podcast, but we're going to do it anyway. Uh... This is very, like, a non-purposeful conversation. Dude, that year that you and Bo were um, oh, the attorney. Duke. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that, uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, and, you know, and that took some that took some going from Bo, man, because he went and shaved his head that day, if you remember. Yeah. Yeah, because you remember he had that long yeah. hair like he always had. And, uh, and like, he was like, he's like, hey, man, you're going as uh, – Dr. Gonzo. Yeah. And I'm like, when are, when are we doing this? He's like, in about an hour. Mm-hmm. So, dude, like, I went in, you know, our old closets at our house, and I found this. Yeah, you just get a brown jacket. Dude, I found this old plaid jacket that I think was like six sizes too small. That's the best. Yeah, a, a red shirt that was really small and, like, about painted on me. And I had a tie, man. I, I tied it really short, so it was, like, tied up to, like, right about my neckline. <laughs> and, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. Now, the funniest thing is when we went walking around Walmart like that, man. Yeah, people don't understand, like, well, people that don't live here don't understand the looks that people get when they don't look normal. Yeah, it was, uh, that was, yeah, and and again, that was just, uh, and that was not long after we had both, I think, gotten back home from uh, yeah. Alabama. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it was just something fun to do. We kind of got this invitation at the last minute to, uh, I think that was John Andrews over his house, if I remember right. I remember bumping. I can't remember where I bumped into you guys at. We may have seen y'all at the uh, the old Southside School, uh, the performing art, wherever cultural oh, arts the center. CSC, now. Yeah, yeah. There's they had a Halloween party. I can't remember if I if that was the same year. If I'm thinking right, there was a guy there that had like a homemade Bender costume. Oh yeah, from Futurama. That was probably Chris Lurie from Dinosaur Tattoo. Dude, and seeing him like. The poor guy could barely move. Yeah. But what made it so worthwhile was seeing him out there dancing. And he really was just flopping around. He wasn't. Was it him? I know. Yeah, somebody. No. Oh, yeah. Tony. My buddy Tony Stafiro was Zoidberg one year. Yeah. But no, yeah. He came. That was incredible. He had a full-on bender outfit. I'll just never forget that, man. Yeah. I feel like that would be very uncomfortable. Yeah. Because it's basically like uh, dryer vents for sleeves. Right. And uh, and now you know my my lovely wife Amber's taking that mail and run with it. In the last couple of years, let's see, we've done uh, 
this past year we were uh, sloth and uh, chunk. Oh yeah, dude. From uh, Goonies. Uh, the year before, um, she was a uh, Richard Simmons, and I was one mm-hmm. of the Simmons yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. And then the year before that, if I remember right, uh, she was Ace Ventura and I was Snowflake. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. I mean, literally. Just How walking. do you pull off a dolphin outfit? They sell them online just in April. On, Are they inflatable? On the, on, on, no, man. It's a like a onesie. The full on. You can get on the worldwide internets. All right. Yeah. I mean, dude, yeah. Dude, it, there's a lot on there. It's seriously <laughs> like, it's hanging in the closet, dude. It's seriously a about a... I guess it would fit somebody, because I'm six one or so, six two, something like that, mm-hmm. and I had like a few inches of headroom, so like you could feasibly see like a six I, foot six dolphin walking. Around. I could reroute my mail to that address. <laughs> yeah. Now the funniest thing, man, is you can actually seal it up, so people don't see it's you. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, you got you can see out there's like a little yeah. uh, transparent mesh, thing, inside. Ma- yeah. mesh thing in the mouth. So they can you can see them, but they can't see you. Now that but I tried that. Now that was man blazing hot. Oh yeah. And so yeah, so we just did the picture. You should have rocked that during like COVID shutdowns where everybody had to mask up. <laughs> yeah, just walking. around. I think everybody's still supposed to do that. I'm not sure. Yeah, like I said, man. But no, I yeah, I, I was able to get a mask though. Don't worry about oh, that. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I I take care of business. You get on one that. of those screen tech masks. Son, yeah, a Mojo Finja. There you go. Yeah, man. What's that about, dude? That's a company we uh, we partnered with uh, out of. Uh, Big city of Dufiniac Springs, Florida. Oh, the yak. Yeah, Mojo is a really cool company. Uh, I think they've got stuff you'd like, man. Uh, just go to mojosportswearcompany.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, in my mind, in my opinion, it's really up there quality-wise with things like Columbia, Patagonia, uh, and I think Superior. Yeah. That's my opinion. And the real beautiful thing about that is it's it's a local company. Sure. I mean, you think Dufiniac Springs, Florida, it's not – you know, what, an hour, 10 minutes down yeah. the road or so, something like that. And I wonder yeah. if they'd let me, uh, if they'd shoot me some stuff to do, like, reviews on, like, video stuff. Like, because we're seen, always out in the woods camping and stuff. Like, I'm all, dude, you've seen my Jeep. Like, that yeah. thing's, I'm not on the streets as much I'll as see, I uh, seem like I am. Matter of fact, there is a cool shirt on there that you would like. Um, it's, there's a couple different colors of it. It's uh said it's got the Jeep on the back and mm-hmm. says Raised by Waves. All right. Because it's basically a blue water based company and they mm-hmm. do some things with like mount designs and all that, but a really cool company to check out. Man. That's right. Yeah. I'll send you a link on it so you can check them out. I'll uh, definitely yeah. do it. Yeah. We're uh, we're meeting with them next week, so I'll I'll drop that line to them, man. But yeah. you might be interested in Any, helping out. Anything I can do, man. Yeah, like but, I love one of my biggest I don't think people really realize this about me because I'm kinda weird in business, mostly because I'm not trained at all, mm-hmm. except for like throwing stuff at the wall until it sticks. You had you had streets training, hundred <laughs> percent streets. Like, circle view, <laughs> circle view is a, a different world back in the nineties. All right, actually, it still is. If you go by there today, it's like my parents still live there, and I'm like, yeah, we got to get you out. Well, it's funny driving by there. Yeah, I know she lived there. He lived there. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, man. I yeah. love that neighborhood. We it, you have the flat tracks back up to it. And all yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know how I got off on that. Uh, but yeah, I didn't, I've never been formally trained in the, the arts of like reasonable business doings. Mm-hmm. And so I don't make a ton of money, but I don't mind. Like I enjoy my clients and I feel like the money that I'm giving up is an investment back into their company mm-hmm. and their investment in me is allowing for me to visually represent everything they do, Yeah, which I think is a cool partnership. Well, and you know, and the thing about it is when I mean, you're like me, you know, you married a, a rich school teacher and yeah, dude. You know. now I ever get now Here's what they ever told me the other night, man. You'll love this. She's like, if I had literally a nickel for every time you use that cheesy line, I probably really would be a rich school teacher. hundred percent. Yeah. But yeah, dude. Like, well, it's you, uh, if you if you dream it, you can do it, babe. You know, school teachers, man. They got. I don't know, dude. Let's, they, uh, they they doing the job you and I aren't equipped to do. You know, hundred percent. Yeah, dude. My wife is a pre K teacher. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Have you seen? You'd have them kids doing push ups. Stop crying, <laughs> dude. Have you seen? Uh, I forget what the battle was called, but it's one of the Game of Thrones ones where they go way up north of the wall. Mm. I would t- I will make a confession, and you're about to look at me. It's like all right. I'm, no, you don't have to, dude. You don't have to say this on record, man. No, 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 it's no, all right. No, nothing bad. The people are going to hear you. Nothing bad. 
No, that you haven't I, seen it. I have only seen one episode yeah, of Game go. of Thrones. No big, that's yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to keep from people rioting on the corner. Yeah, because like I said, I watched. Uh, I think the problem was when I tuned in to see an episode. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, so it's one of those shows you have to watch from the very start 100%. to really get what's going on. Yeah, you can't dive in and like episode three and be like, oh, what? Yeah. Is that their sis- their sibling? Ah, the first not- episode I watched was uh, like somebody got eaten by dogs or something. You remember that one? Uh, or somebody uh, eaten by wolves or something? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. And uh, and I just, I was totally lost. Man. What's, yeah. what's going on here? Yeah. But anyway, there's a battle and there's a bunch of dudes that are our size and they got like, 75 foot giants just walking through and just basically taking their hands and dusting off the tops of their Jordans, but they're sending kids flying. You know what I mean? They're just, <laughs> they're just raking the tops of their shoes and just batting those kids left to right like they're fleas. Yeah. And I think that's what I would do in a pre K situation. Yeah. If I was like, I don't know, I've probably not for real. <laughs> so you just walk in and be like, uh, well, I think we're all in agreements. <laughs> I'm in charge here. <laughs> I think of my inherent. Uh, vibe of irresponsibility and good time <laughs> lightheartedness, like oh, outweighs anything that's negative about me. Yeah. Usually, um, I think people just assume that I'm a kid with a beard, which is not far from exactly true. But yeah, like I don't know, like nobody knows how to take me. I know. Well, I'm I mean, wearing a Tupac shirt right now. I'll yeah. be in a two piece suit tomorrow, shooting <laughs> yeah. photos for a mental health. Uh, clinic down in You'll Destin. be in a two-piece suit? <laughs> two-piece, man. Two-piece. Yeah, dude, bikini. Uh, man, I'm telling you, yeah. I'm, dude. So, a bikini suit. Waxing the city, man. Dude, they <laughs> wax the whole county. <laughs> they don't stop at the city. Yeah, yeah. The the, 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 large, the greater Wiregrass area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I'm, thought they were coming up to, like, Birmingham up my back. I was like, hold up. <laughs> what is this? Um, but yeah, dude, like, you ain't got to be formally trained in anything you just gotta put one foot in front of the other until you get where you want to go for the most part man everybody in business is successful and i've told numerous people this it's not the knowledge it's the character it's character it's developing relationships Mm -hmm. now there because for the most part there are people out there that are truly Truly great business people. Sure. You see them all over our area, all over the world. Yeah. But you got to be a great person first. Yes. You got to be that person that somebody mm-hmm. cares about, respects, wants to be or around. Wind up like Martin Screlly. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, know what I mean? Said. Like you bought, he like patented or whatever, bought the patent on or trademark yeah. whatever cancer medication. And, and, and listen, man, and I will say that is one thing when you saw him in front of that, uh, that house panel that time. Yeah. The way everybody in that room was looking at him, that that dude had no friends in that room. Hey, he knew he was doomed. Yeah, I mean, like, because I mean, he was sitting there, and you know, and usually in those situations, one or two of them are going to throw, you know, a kind of softball question at yeah. you. That didn't happen. I no. mean, they just absolutely yeah. massacred that guy, which and, and good reason, dude. You know? Here's the other thing: like, yeah. how much are we paying the court system? To drag stuff out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying do what's been done in other places where it's like, you did this, all right, we're going to throw you in jail, and then we're just going to keep pushing back the trial date for whatever reason we decide, whether it's like behavioral stuff while you're in jail or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, people go in for one thing that's like a finable offense, maybe, mm-hmm. and spend the rest of their lives there because like they're getting. Involved with violence that they can't control, and like mm. you get swallowed up in the mentality. That's how you grow up, like a circle view kid. It's a <laughs> <laughs> the, the the hard ones over there. Yeah, but dude. Yeah, unfortunately, that's a all I can really ever say about it is it's a it's a really sad cycle. You see people get into yeah. man. It's in some cases it's heartbreaking for people because yeah. you know I mean a lot of times you will see it's not that they're not bad folks. No. I mean they made bad decisions, and you know. If that's that's gone, true, probably yeah. every one of us needs to be in jail. I'm going to jail. Like I, I'll, yeah. I don't mind telling you. Like yeah. I've been arrested before, but like it wasn't. It was definitely nonviolent. Like mm. it wasn't drug related. Mm-hmm. It wasn't breaking and entering. Yeah. It wasn't stealing. Yeah. So were you like? Did you get pulled over by like a pretty lady police officer and Try, you, you were driving without her phone numbers? That and I was like, yeah. Well, is there any way I can work this off? No, it wasn't that. 
Um, criminal trespassing. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. Well, Riding a skateboard at a bank on a Sunday. How old were you? Dothan, Alabama. 14? Okay, well, you, you get a pass for that one, man. Cause they didn't. They you, you drug got a, my ass downtown. Because you got a beard and everything now. I mean... You got a beard. I only have a beard, so I don't go to jail for riding skateboards. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, this dude's old. He probably has insurance. Like, yeah, so like... I got, yeah, I got P-hip dog. You so they know? give you the look now. Look, yeah. man, I haven't shaved. <laughs> yeah, chill out, dude. My wife's a teacher. I got, yeah. I got that rich lady uh, Listen, insurance. Listen, man, yeah, she'll be there bail me out and like that. Yeah. So don't, don't, don't waste your time. That's not a big deal. Uh, um, but they, yeah, it's just... I don't know. Yeah. There's just been a lot going on in the news, yeah. and we're not going to talk about it because yeah. I'll get weird. Yeah. I'll get I'm, bummed I'm, out. I'm still digging this microphone, man. This is top shelf. Yeah, man. We we do it big around here. Yeah, I know you do, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm finally in my office, 100. Mm-hmm. percent A year yeah. later. Yeah. You got some moon pies that your dude, old buddy yeah. Philip Axtell dropped off for you. Appreciate that. Yeah. I'm gonna have to give you something in return. Well, I mean, I you know I I get the local for free and stuff. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You gotta ride my coattails. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I, I was wise to hitch my wagon to your star, man. You can have uh, <laughs> you can have my twenty under forty thing. I got one. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Uh, leadership dozen. I got yeah. one of those too. Uh, Hanging on the wall. Yours were all like, you've always been like ten steps ahead of me, Philip Axtell. Well, which you I know. don't. I admire, man. It's hard. It's hard for people to be that many steps ahead of me. Well, I, again, right place, right time for the 100%. most part, man. Yeah. You had a head start. Personality. That's what's carrying Dude, me. That's the thing. Like <laughs> people don't realize how important relationships are in business or in life. And like mm-hmm. I think that's sort of how we've gotten where we are, where it's just easy to argue on Facebook or it's just easy to be yeah. passive about whatever. Like I don't know. Well, and I've gotten I'm proud to say I've gotten better about being a little more restrained, I yeah. guess, on Facebook because, you know, at some point it's it's like Amber's told me, she's like She's like, you're not gonna change people's mm-hmm. minds. Their minds are made up. So yeah. just let it go. And I'm and I, I my life has been markedly better since mm-hmm. I, I've done that. Hundred percent. Like yeah. I went I went years without posting anything. Mm-hmm. And I still haven't written anything necessarily. Yeah. Well, and I've treated it more because like I said, right right now the world is surrounded by a lot of negativity. I mean, there's so much stuff. So man, like leaving corny jokes on there or you know, something to make everybody just chuckle a little bit or, yeah. or giving something, you know, a good vibe for the day. That's, I think that's what we need to be using what it for, yeah. man. Well, that's what it was intended for originally. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. besides the judging chicks, the yeah. hot or not aspect yeah. of it. But, but no, like, but I mean, and I just think, you know, if we're all doing that, you know, just leave a message every day. Hey, hope everybody has a great day. Hope you're doing well. You yeah. Know? Like, who can argue with that, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's just something, and, you know, something we started doing at work is on, uh, on Thursday, you know, at Screen Tech, we... I'm in charge of the Facebook page. I'm VP of social media. So All right. I got a new thing for the business card. Uh, nice. But no, man, we uh, we just started calling it uh, Good Vibes Thursday. That's it. And, you know, we just ask everybody, you know, put, you know, whether it's a good quote or mm-hmm. just a kind word or, you know, passage of scripture, whatever. Yeah. Just to kind of let people know, hey, you know, we're thinking about you. Everybody's on the same team. And, and just to lift people's spirits yeah. a little bit, you know. Dude, and, the, and that's something that doesn't cost anything either. The, yeah. And, I mean... When everybody's working together for a better world, mm-hmm. we end up with a better world. Absolutely, right? man. Like, well, yeah. That's all we're doing is paddling the boat. Yeah. I should have gotten the uh, Michael Scott thing bumper sticker idea. <laughs> Dude, we need more office. Uh, I need to go back and rewatch all of it. I've only watched it all the way through like once. All right. Quick question. Are you in favor of a reunion? Yes or no? Of the sh- or, or, or to do the show again, what do you think? I think they got to leave it as it is, man. Dude, do you remember when they redid, uh, when they brought back Arrested Development? Yes. You remember how that went? I remember as an Arrested was, Development fan. Uh, let's just say uh, it wasn't the same. If I had to write a review of that one, I think disappointing would probably be. Yeah, you're amped. You're like, oh, this is gonna be the same antics yeah. as ever. Yeah, but it wasn't that. And yeah. I think that'll be what the office becomes like. Yeah, because I know when Arrested Development came back, uh, I. It's not safe for radio. The things Bo Cook said about it. So <laughs> yeah, dude. You like, you can. It's a great. You can show. imagine. <laughs> like the first three seasons are phenomenal. Yeah. Like I put that show up there because it was in the same 
time frame as the Chappelle show. Like those were it for me. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, in the early two thousands. Yeah, well, I said yeah, and man, I, and the Chappelle show, man, I still watch some of those clips, man. That is, yeah, that dude's the, dude. Dude, I can never get enough of true Hollywood stories. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That guy cracks me up. Racial draft is really funny. Well, the funny thing about Charlie Murphy that I always love is even when he's not telling anything relevant to the story, it's still hilarious just the way he says that. That dude. Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Yeah. He's a Um, habitual line stepper. Yeah, dude. He's talking about that hot dog. You could tell this is a habitual line stepper. He's talking about, was that one of the behind the scenes? There was one interview they did with him. He was, it was telling like a, a story about a being in story line. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he was standing, standing in line for a hot dog. And this, like, gangbanger dude was, like, two dudes behind him was like, hey, dog, let me get them Franks. And just, like, started flipping out. And Charlie was like, I'm about to snap. And then I think, I don't know, just go watch it. Just look I'll YouTube. i watch that one. But it's yeah. basically, like, I ain't trying to lose my life over no Frank, dog. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean, like I said, the one with, uh, of course, the ones with Rick James are my favorite. Yeah. The, the Prince one was really funny, too, man. There was one, oh, the habitual line stepper. He was, I think that was a bound, not a bouncer, but a security guard mm-hmm. for Eddie. Yeah. That kept trying to fight everybody. <laughs> and they beat that fool to death and like took him out of the, uh, <laughs> took him out in the driveway and he was just standing there like, I want more. Like just flipping out. <laughs> Look that one up too. Like the, uh, Eddie Murphy's bouncer. I forget what his name was. Um, I don't know if they actually yeah. mentioned his real name. Well, man, I'll tell you, if you want to see something and it starts off with their, uh, you know, their fond memories of him. But if you get a chance to watch the YouTube clips of Joe Rogan talking about Charlie Murphy. Oh, yeah. Dude, like, he strikes me as a guy It's pretty hard to make him tear up or get a little emotional. And you could tell. Oh, it hit him hard. He didn't break down or anything, but you could tell he was yeah. he was holding it back. For sure. Yeah, you because, know, I mean, because he said he went in the span of about a month from not even knowing the guy until they met on mm-hmm. the tour. And then, like, he said, within two or three weeks, we were best friends, you know? Well, like, Patrice O'Neal, when he passed away, too, was, like, super hard because he was – all those dudes that toured together and, like, grew up doing clubs together and, like, grinding it out on stage and not just doing the Hollywood route. Uh Uh-huh. Like, a lot of those dudes basically grew up together. Mm -hmm. Like, you and I are, like – and Bo Cook and everybody else that we grew up with. Yeah. Um, Like, we're all in different weird paths of our own, Mm -hmm. but, like – we still get together and yeah. that's exactly what like the comedy store and like the laugh factory and everything. It's exactly what those places are for. I'm, yeah. I wish we had more stand up presence like in the South. Yeah. And I kind of feel like you and me could do that, but there's a couple places. I mean, we got this, but yeah, the crossing at big Creek down there, formerly center stage, oh, they have formerly stand up guys, whatever, yeah. Bama jam or not Bama jam. That's enterprise or something. Yeah. But yeah, they're trying to bring in um, more stand-up acts. Yeah. And uh, one of the things is people don't realize how, you can get the same, you can get better profit margins on comedians mm-hmm. than you can bands because bands are going to cost more. Mm-hmm. You're still selling tickets at 20 to 25 bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. And you're spending, I don't know, five to eight grand for somebody to play at the opera house, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. But you can get some dude that could do it for three grand because it's one dude. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the thing about it is... And it's not like you lose any potential seating. Well, you know, the one I think about is... Uh, and he, he's got to be a regular at the Opera House is uh, Henry Cho. And, yeah. And the great thing about him is, you know, that's something you can bring the whole family to. Sure. Because he's not, you know, he doesn't say... News is no profanity or yeah. anything. He's... Very clean. He tells identifiable story. I think he's somebody people relate to. That's know? like, uh, what was that comedian that did, uh, they did the Civic Center. Mm-hmm. He was a Christian-based comedian. I can't remember what his name is. Oh. Uh, from Georgia, though. Yeah, we were there. His if, dad's if we, a, a reverend. If we were talking about the same guy, uh, I'd have to ask Amber what his name was. He, we put him on the cover of the local, and I can't remember oh, his name. Man, you talk about your side busting laughing. I mean, it was, I mean, absolutely hysterical. That's awesome. I need yeah. to check that dude out. And I, I'd have to ask her what his name was. He roasted, yeah. uh, he clowned the local a little, well, he didn't really clown the local. He clowned Dothan. Like he held up a copy of the local and he was like, sweet. I got all your news for the month and a 24 page <laughs> paper. And I was like, honestly, that's not far from the truth. Hey like, man, I mean like, Hey, it's, it's, 
It's your roadmap for fun, yeah. man. That's all it's, I'm it's doing. It's number one news source. Be I mean, what's happening, man. Yeah. Like, you're not going to find out about, like, stuff the museum's doing. Mm-hmm. Just creeping across Facebook. I yeah. mean, unless they've sponsored posts. Well, and, and I'll say this, man. I know a lot of people are not shifting Wiregrass away. Wiregrass Museum of Art. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. entity, whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, man, and I, I'll tell everybody this. And this is certainly not what a lot of people like now. But I still like physically holding something. Sure. I don't, I don't know what it is. Dude, you can't hang a blog post on the yeah. refrigerator. Yeah. You know I, I, mean? I still like physically like holding the local or holding the magazine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just hard to read dude, it's, on an iPad or something like that. Uh, That's I'm, me, though. Dude, I can't read stuff on a screen. Like, yeah. Unless I'm getting paid for it, I will not read things yeah. on a screen. But like Wes Bell used to say, he said, man, you're the only guy I know that was born 40 years old. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. I miss that dude. I know. He's uh, back, man. He's Well, I said, let me say this. He is still kind of back and forth mm-hmm. um, between uh, Dothan and Montgomery. and uh, But he's generally around Mondays and Fridays. So, you yeah. know, you the rare any, times he and I get to have lunch. You need any legal advice. Wes, Wes Bell, man. They've got a podcast. Do they really? Him and David Hogg. That's sure, so rad. They sure do. David Hogg, the attorney? Uh-huh. That's who Wes is going into practice with. Yeah. I'll tell you a story about David Hogg when we're not on the air. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He, they, He's a good dude, man. I like yeah, him a his, lot. His office was catty corner to my house when I lived in downtown. Mm-hmm. I used to live on the corner of Lafayette Street and uh, Foster Street. Yeah. Not a safe area at all. Can I just say I'm proud of you didn't call it Lafayette? I think it's the first time I've ever heard you. I'm, I know where I'm at. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I know people are going to Google what the hell I'm saying in this region. That is the first time I think I've ever heard you say Lafayette Street. Yeah, it's probably the first time I've said it when I wasn't being satirical. Uh, I might have just lost some shares of the will in my family by doing that. Oh, man. Well, I'll put you in my will. I mean, there's a there's be a $50 savings bond with your name on it, buddy. Oh, man. You know. You guys are too nice to me. Yeah, well, you know. By the way, the, oh. house, the house across from us is for sale now. I've got bad news about that, man. I think we're going to buy the house we're in. Oh, okay. I know I have a standing offer on your house whenever you guys move out, though. Actually, we got two houses for sale. Uh, Gus and Julia Pacheco that yeah. were right across from us. Yeah. And then the folks right across from us, our friends, Jennifer and Ian, they just put theirs on the market. On the corner? Yeah. Literally, mm-hmm. if the raw yard is, you literally walk across the street into theirs. It's farther from the office. Oh, yeah. Well... Yeah, you got about like blocks. You got a whole like couple extra blocks. Two man. blocks. Yeah, and then because I forget you run every day to work and yeah, with this one foot. <laughs> that thing. Bless your dude, heart. That I talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Um, I just it was the first time I've been up here by myself, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I haven't done a podcast, and I have no idea how long, and. I need to let people know what the hell's going on so they don't think we just got raptured and nobody else did. Yeah. Who like the odds of that happening aren't gonna yeah. happen. Like that's not gonna happen. Well, I'm telling you, man, I think it's uh it's something I look forward to now. Dude, it's fun, man. I miss uh I miss being able to print stuff. I miss shooting photos of awesome stuff. I miss like being able to tell people how to enrich their lives and like yeah. I don't know. I've always wanted that for myself and yeah. when I realize like you don't need to you're not the only one that needs this information. Yeah, well, and you know, like day one stuff for enriching life is you know not break any bones or anything. That's that's like nah, dude. That's that's beginner stuff. You know, my foot was an investment in my future. Yeah. All right. I've been. I didn't look at it like that <laughs> at the time, <laughs> but I'm in better shape now than I've ever been in. It's because I consciously was like, all right, let's get this foot back to normal, and I can't kick ass if I got one leg. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's no fun. Well, man, and, like I can see, like soon, you know, you keep growing the beard out. You're gonna be on like the world's strongest man going against. It'll be Justin April versus like Magnus von Magnuson or whoever that guy was. I hope they have like, I know there's got to be like uh, weight restrict or weight different uh, weight classes. I need there to be height classes too. <laughs> yeah. Feel like uh, most people that are larger than me in stature probably have an advantage. Well, the thing about those, because you know that's one. You got to move. You got to move everything yeah. farther, though. That was one of the things I used to see on ESPN, and I said, "Okay, you tell somebody, all right, man, you're gonna pull this bus for 20 yards. Then when you get done with that, you got to go elbow a pile of bricks and break through them, yeah. and then lift a 
hundred pound boulder or something. Yeah. On t- John like, Jacobs and the power team is the only dude you expect to see in there. Yeah. Do you remember those dudes? Like the I remember team? the power team well. The they, guy, the, the one that got me was the guy that could always tear the phone book. Yeah. It's like the big New the York walls City. Walls are coming down, dog. Like, yeah. You remember, dude, that's. <laughs> I remember that at the Civic Center. I remember that very vividly, and I was like. What, you can rip a phone book, and I did it like a few years ago. And I was like, that's man. There's a lot of uh, a lot of fond memories of the Civic Center for sure, dude. I will tell you this: Gallagher, one of, the, one of the first concerts I ever went to was Bob Dylan at the Civic Center. Yeah, Black Crows played there back uh-huh. in the day. Yeah, Pantera tried. Yeah, I, remind me to tell you a story off the air about Michael Axtell at the, uh, at oh, the yeah. Black Crows show. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah, dude. Uh, a story involving him usually is good. Peter yeah. Frampton. They didn't play at the Civic Center, but they, when they were doing... He played in the parking lot? Yeah. 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 Like, I I don't know. There's a lot about the city that I think could go back to that. Like, we need to have, like... Now that we don't celebrate our local musicians by any means, but on a local level, who do they? who are they able to interact with that is going to further their career? Not many that are here, you know? Yeah, and you see so many of them here. I think it's... It's one of those things, it's almost something they do just for enjoyment and yeah. a hobby because if you're really trying to make it in the music business, you've got to go to Atlanta, you've got to oh, go to Nashville, sure. New York, you got to go to Los Angeles. And but so, it wasn't that long ago that we had, like, big dude, Garth Brooks played here. Mm-hmm. Like, Dothan's brought some gigantic names to the area. Absolutely, man. And you think some of the acts that came out of here, man, yeah. I mean, you know, in their day. And, mm-hmm. uh, like... The one I always think about is, uh, you know, a lot of the guys from the Atlanta Rhythm Section are from this area. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, Bobby Goldsboro. I worked with his uh, brother Jimmy in banking at one time. You see those leather pants on the second shelf right there? I see those leather pants. Those used to be his. Really? Yeah. Man. His, uh, I'm friends with Brandy, his daughter. Mm-hmm. And when Moon Times was open, I went down there a lot, and she was like, you're the same size as my dad. And I was like, your dad is a tiny dude. Yeah. Well, did, uh, I mean, Avery just like danced around in them just to see how they feel. Yeah, I've worn them. <laughs> Dude, I was at a, I won't say her name, but I dated this girl a long time ago that was a Northside Methodist student. Mm-hmm. And I had a very, very um, pretty loving family, but also very conservative mm-hmm. and not really into like, I don't know, penis jokes. <laughs> that wasn't the thing to just fling out there. Yeah. But I don't know any better because I'm just like, well, I don't. I'll never lie to somebody if I'm always myself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, uh-huh. I'll always be truthful if I'm always myself. Yeah. And so that's got. I mean, obviously, got me in trouble over the years. And middle school and well, elementary school was a little trouble. To know you used to love you, Justin. Yeah, so. dude. Yeah. So. Yeah, we were talking about. Um, oh, I've already lost my train of thought on this nonsense. Don't I, worry, we got plenty of time. Yeah. Dude, we've already been talking for like 45 minutes. I can go back. Me. I can go back and listen to it. We should be like it. syndicated, I think. I think we could we could dominate the airwaves. We can start a call show. Be like, yeah. Uh, we, got, we got Bill calling in from West Virginia or something. I wonder if I can still make phone calls from that extra iPhone that I have up here. Hmm. I need to get into that. It'd be fun to prank call people. Yeah. Is your refrigerator running? <laughs> you better go catch it. <laughs> I know. Um, Jason Devane would be the first one to probably get prank calls. Dude, Jason Devane's definitely getting prank calls. <laughs> um, we can do that for fun anyway. <laughs> yeah. He's got a, they have this character that lives in their front yard. I'm not going to get into like any descriptions in case somebody just sees it and like, oh, that's so and so's house. Uh, I'm not trying to start a Stars of Dothan tour business. <laughs> so I don't want to just give up where all my friends live. They, um, they have this. They have this creature that lives in the front yard, and they dress it up mm-hmm. seasonally. And so, like for the last couple of months, it had like a hospital gown and a mask on, and like it's always dressed for whatever holidays around the corner. Like it'll be Fourth of July in no time. So that yeah, thing will be star spangled. Yeah, we had a uh, neighbor where I grew up, and a lot of people remember this, but they had a. Uh, they had a manatee mm-hmm. as their mailbox. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to give the, you know where it was, but uh, and a lot of other people listening probably do, but I'm not going to give the street name because no. people want to go by and see the manatee mailbox. But yeah. It's weird. Like there's so much rad stuff that is residentially based mm-hmm. that I would love for people to be aware of, but I'm like, man, that's weird. Like <laughs> I, I don't even know who lives there and I'm out here telling info about, about whatever. Like 
You know what I mean? Like when we all right, John Wilkins. You remember that dude? From I remember John. Yeah, solid dude. Uh-huh. I didn't realize that his who his parents were. Like I've been having coffee with his parents for years. Mm-hmm. Had no idea. And then yeah. like he actually told me. I think he bought a local shirt, and I just ran it to his house. Yeah. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, my mom was talking about you the other day," and I was like. Uh oh. Usually, if you hear like <laughs> if you hear that, it's not my good. default <laughs> setting is like my mom said something about you the other day. I was like, tell her I'm sorry. Like I don't know what I did, but it was probably wasn't ideal for her. Um, but yeah, we were talking about. Uh, see, I keep losing my train of thought mm-hmm. so bad. Well, need, we've covered a lot of topics. Man. I need Ridlin something yeah. awful. Oh, John Wilkins has a beautiful, beautiful uh, Christmas light show. That he sets up in his yard every year. Uh huh. Have you seen it? I've seen Garrett Hall's out there. Is out there by the uh, what's that neighborhood they live in? Um, him and a couple of his neighbors behind do like, that West Side Publix. Yeah, yeah. Is that is John over there? He's in a dead end over there. Oh, okay. I didn't know he was lived over that way. Yeah, but yeah, but no, it's something else to see, man. Yeah, but yeah. I want to be able to tell everybody about the Christmas lights so they can just cruise up. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not really interested in like giving out addresses of people's. Private homes? Just, uh, I guess, just give the latitude and longitude or something. And I can just, just drop him. It just takes you to a, uh, you know. That's just as bad. Yeah. That's almost more precise because you can, like, pick a spot, like, at the front door if you want. Yeah. Like, latitudally. Yeah. I'd like to give, I've always wanted Lee Dassinger just to have a big Christmas display just so to see his reaction. Hey, hey, man. What, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> what are you folks doing here? Yeah. He would be so bummed. Yeah, a lot. I mean, that's the one. That's the reason I want to just give all these spaces out. Like when you have like Christmas, not Christmas City, um, whatever that Santa Extravaganza or whatever is out eighty four west on the left. Yeah, out there in holiday spectacular yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, um, yeah, we got places like that. There's a couple other places that you can like Callaway Gardens. Yeah, go to Callaway Gardens for Christmas. Have you right. you ever done that? Man, not since I was a kid, honestly. Me neither. I need to, because man, you know, Amber's a she is a Christmas hound. Man, like I said. She our house would be decorated for Christmas right now if she had her way. Dude. Mine too, but it's only because I'm lazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, we have all this stuff. Why do we have to put it away? Yeah. Well, see, and like it I've learned just to stay out of the way of okay. a lot of stuff because like I'm there, I can help Amber bring the stuff in. Hey, where do you need me to put it? But like decorating I, we have guys come and set up our wreaths outside and the lights and all that that we have. That's uh, Philip Axtell has nothing to do with that. And that I, makes sense. Though, I like, stress the importance of it because I'm speaking in the third person, so you know it's ridiculous. You know, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. Like when I when we moved into the house where you're in now, um, I was like, oh yeah, like we've got a pretty decent sized yard, pretty decent sized like three bedroom house. But I was like, this is the perfect place to hook it up for Christmas, and mm-hmm. then. I'm like looking around, I'm like, that's a lot of service area. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to, I know what my bills are every month. Like, I don't want to add, I don't know. It's not that I'm like broke by any means, but I'm like. Right. Well, and like I said, I told Amber, I said, we've at least got to get past the LSU Alabama game before you decorate for Christmas. Yeah. I don't know why that's my benchmark. I mean. But I guess it's just, I mean, because that's gotten to be such a big rivalry. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't want to risk. You know, me overreacting when something goes wrong in the game and breaking something. Yeah. You know, because. That was an antique star. Yeah. Angel at the top of the street. Oh, yeah, man. Like, yeah. And I'll say this. As our house is, like, I realize I outkicked my coverage with somebody that knows how to decorate. Because if you walked in there, you wouldn't think I live there. I mean. Dude, come to my house. (laughs) It looks like something out of a magazine. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, one of these days, I think. I think Amber's going to have our house in Southern Living. I, I really feel like. Dude, let's shoot some photos, man. We could, man. We yeah. just submit. Yeah, we got we to gotta get you past Cooper, you know, he the dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he'll, he'll maul anybody that comes in that house. Oh. Actually, I don't know what he would do. I think he's literally all bark, no bite. Oh, my dog's the same way. She's yeah. in a cone right now. Oh, man. Oh, girl. God. She, yeah. had a, she had this weird cyst on her arm. And, like, we've been watching it for a couple years. Yeah. And it never got any bigger. Yeah. And then we got home from Montgomery a couple of weeks ago after being gone for like three hours and it doubled in size and turned red. And I was like, yeah, I don't think this is rad. Like, let's get her to the vet. Yeah. Well, I said, man, I love it. Yeah. I've, uh, 
I've just kind of resigned myself to the fact that, you know, I'm kind of Cooper stays. If something happens, I go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's usually, yeah. You've got more of a dog house than the dog does. Yeah, it's either more, it's either me or the dog. Well, I'm gonna miss you. you yeah. Know? It's like, it's almost like a uh, fisherman in their boats. Like yeah. Amber and that dog. Like. Yeah. Well, I said, but now, man, yeah, she, yeah. I'm telling, and the thing was, she had never really had a pet growing up. Yeah. And so, you know, at first she was. I didn't either. The bear's my first. Yeah. She, well, she was my first dog. Well, here was the funny thing about how we got Cooper. So, you know, Amber has kind of some allergy problems, mm-hmm. and she wanted something that's kind of hypoallergenic, doesn't shed, which he doesn't. Sure. And so, I'll never forget the lady had a Morky, which is what Cooper mm-hmm. is. So I called this lady and made arrangements to get the dog and everything, and I told her. I was like, well, I'm going to come by Friday afternoon after I get off work, pick him up. And Thursday night, Amber and I were going to dinner. This is when we were still just dating. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting in her car, and I'll never forget, she said, you know, I'm so busy with work and some of other stuff going on. I just don't know if I could have a dog. I was like, oh, God, because I've already told this lady I'm getting this dog. And Whoops. so uh, I almost told mom and dad, well, y'all get a new dog. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> you know. That's a... Mine just walked up. Like, yeah. Mine was kind of like a fight club scenario, uh, <laughs> which sounds like, like dog it, fight club. It, no, no, no. It wasn't that. It was like, so when uh meatloaf shows up to the house in fight club and they just make him sit on the porch for a few days in the rain yes. and stuff. hundred percent. What happened to that? I need dog. to watch that. movie. That's been a long time since I watched fight club. Yeah. So the, the bear rolls up on me a day after Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. I work out of town. I have two dude roommates that have zero interest in having a dog mm-hmm. in the house. Like, this ain't working. Mm-hmm. Move it along. Never thought about it again. Yeah. Came out the next day. She was laying on the steps next to my sunroom that I had in that house that we lived in. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Chased her off. Like I ran that dog off a bunch. Mm-hmm. That idiot was like, I don't know you, but I'm getting in your house. She came back, yeah. Dude, she lives in my bed now. Like that's, that's how you know it was meant to be, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like And she's a part of that family now. My uh I wasn't able to go take her to surgery because I had meetings last week. Uh-huh. And so I just grabbed a handful of cash and was like. Whatever it is. Fix it. Yeah. I was like, just tell them whatever. whatever I want this dog well. Yeah, she's like 12. It's like trying to, it's like trying to keep a prelude running. Like a Honda prelude going at this point. (laughs) It's an antiquated animal. Yeah. You're showing your age there a little bit, the Honda prelude. Dude, that thing was sick. Four-wheel steering. Yeah. The SI version. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you remember the. The hatchback Honda Civic CRX. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember those. Yeah, those, those SI dude. That was so. I'm not defending the uh, the four cylinder like mafia of like nopey cars from that era, mm-hmm. but those two cars for their weight and for their handling, mm-hmm. you ain't gonna buy anything else. Like no, the same uh, price. Man, my my favorite car still this day I ever had was the first car I had, and it was a. Um, a little four-speed Nissan Sentra. Oh, yeah, dude. That uh, the guy my dad bought it from that he worked with at GE, believe it or not, had actually overhauled it and put a diesel engine in it. Oh, no. That's oh, awesome. Like, oh, yeah. Because um, like I said, when... Like a Mercedes diesel or one of the Toyota ones? It was a... Uh, if I want to say, it was probably... I can't remember after all these years. I would have to say it was probably a Toyota. Yeah. If I if I think right. Cause, like, yeah, the they make com- four-cylinder Yeah, he diesels. completely overhauled it because... Mm-hmm. The funny thing was, you know, dad came to me and he was like, well, you know, me and your mom know how hard you've been working. And he said, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. You're going to be responsible for your insurance and paying us back on sure. it. But the guys will sell me the car for $1,600, which, you know, in the late 90s was, you know, yeah. not not the highest or mid-90s, whatever no. it was. And uh, now I didn't think to ask what the car was. And so... Uh, he said, you put $800 in, and we're going to put $800 mm-hmm. in. So, man, I'm just thrilled. Well, Dad calls me, told, him, he told me to be at the house. He's got the car. And so, man, I'm just standing out there on, on the sidewalk ready for him to pull up, oh. man. And all of a sudden, I hear just this loud diesel motor. 
I'm like, yeah. God, what did, is that him? And I keep hearing it. It keeps coming from, then I see this little Nissan Sentra little two-door, and it had the, uh, you remember the little Ninja throwing dart yeah. rims on it? had those on Yeah. <laughs> but, man, the thing about it, I could put $10 worth of gas in that thing and last for about a month. Dude, that thing's <laughs> got to be still on the road somewhere if it wasn't totaled. Well, actually, Dad ended up taking. He liked the car so much that sort of became his car. That's awesome. <laughs> so he saw Big Mike riding around yeah. in the Nissan Sentra. Me and my buddy, a few years ago, we came across this deal of a pair of Mercedes Benzes. Mm-hmm. Both of them were the old turbo diesel. One was a '76, and one was like a '84. Is it Benzes if it's plural or Benz I? Uh, it's Benzes. Benzes. Yeah, I think people just add when it's. When it's grandiose stuff, you just keep adding... Yeah, S's. Yeah, you just keep adding... uh, It does sound grand, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we bought two Mercedes and uh, immediately sold the first one for exactly what we bought both of them for. And basically, that was our get-around car in the neighborhood. We didn't have a golf cart. And so we were just like, what's up with Mercedes? So we'd roll up on this old box Mercedes. Mm Mm-hmm. And that had no brakes, no <laughs> brakes at all. And it was, dude, it was the sketchiest thing. We pull up to parties and hang out and like somebody would steal it for a little while and we ain't know where it went. We didn't yeah. care. Like take it. It's a free car. Yeah. And I can't remember if, if Brandon Woodall jumped in there one night <laughs> and like back, back down the driveway and then put it in park and was like, dude, what? It? No, I'm not driving this thing. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I had the brakes on the floor. <laughs> it was like the, uh, what, the second Fletch movie when he had this car and the guy told him, he said, now, if you want to stop, oh, yeah, when you got to plan ahead. <laughs> when he was in Europe, that's it. 100%. We, all right, one night we were going, I don't want, I'm not saying this on the air. Um, <laughs> never mind. I think I'm about to wrap it up. I got to pack I gotta finish packing my stinking camera bag. I'm going to. Unfortunately, I gonna be on the coast, man. I gotta go to Destin and do yeah. a bunch of client work. So, <laughs> oh well, could be worse. My accountant's down there. I'll harass him for a couple of days. Uh, absolutely, man. Come back Monday or something. Yeah. Well, it was good to see you, dude. You too, man. Glad um, I come on for a few minutes. Yeah, dude. Don't yeah. forget, uh, any of your CBD stuff comes from Well Rooted, and if it doesn't, I'm gonna be mad at you guys. Um, Holler at me at uh, wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or justin at wiregrasslocal.com or you can text me. Don't, don't, don't text me. Um, yeah. Whatever that story was that I started in the middle of that, Brandon Harrell, text me what the basis was and I'll go back and <laughs> do a podcast strictly on that. All right. I will holler at you later. Philip, dude, thank you so much for coming in. Absolutely. Anything y'all need on your end to um, get some word out about Mojo and yeah, just the work uh, you guys are doing. Yeah, Mojo Sportswear uh, Company dot com and our new uh, go see our new fall twenty twenty line collegiate originals apparel dot com. Yeah, dude, yeah. let's get it. Support local, man. That is coming from Dothan, Alabama. Absolutely, That's man. Stuff. Well, awesome. I'm out. I'm hungry. Yeah. Yeah. If you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast, hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail dot com or give us a shout on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the local podcast. 